Okay, we live. We live. Oh, TPT, you know what? I know how we normally start off the show, but since everybody got smoked from Florida State. That's how we start off. Hey. That's how we start off, man. Come on. You better not be scared. You ain't got time to be scared, man. You ain't got time to be scared. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to get right into it. Florida State has been complaining for a while about this TV contract. And I've been telling y'all, if this money don't get right, Florida State going to leave. Because that's what we do. We get money. Since we joined the ACC, y'all been getting money. But this last TV deal, $30 million a season, and the Big Ten getting 50 and the SEC getting 60 we out of there. We out of there. Bubba Cunningham. Oh, TP. We couldn't even get to the show good. Right before the show dropped. 652. Report come out of Durham, North Carolina. USCAD get on the radio shooting off his mouth. Talking about Florida State barking out stuff. Here's what we barking. And if you ain't talking about that, it ain't nothing to talk about. Because you know what? And we gonna stay on that. Fuck you and your family. We bought that dollar. Because I keep explaining to y'all week after week after week. College football funds your softball team, your intramural sports, your yeah. uh, any of your non-revenue generating sports, football pays for that. And on the HBCU level, it also sends money to the general college fund. So I don't know what we're talking about. Why is these dudes rapping? Last time well, I checked. Who, who, who was upset? Cause you, you 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 was talking so fast, I miss I miss where where the the tension is coming from. Okay, so the original tension was Florida State beginning of this off season said, "Hey, this TV money that ain't gonna work. If the Big Ten is getting fifty million dollars and we get thirty, that's a problem. If the SEC is getting sixty, Per school, this per school, it's a problem. See? But how do you expect how do you expect to rectify that problem when don't nobody want to watch y'all? So here's the other problem. It's not, and this is what I keep trying to explain to people. I wish when it comes to TV deals, it's not about wins and losses. It's about TV market. Florida State, Miami got Florida. Jacksonville, Orlando, Miami, them big TV market. Who in South Carolina can yeah. match an Orlando TV market? Who in Durham, North Carolina can match a Miami, Coral Gables, South Florida market? They can't. So we know 
we carry, I'm sorry, in Boston. Boston, Florida, and Vitek and Virginia carry the weight of the conference because of the TV market. Those TV and digital markets are huge. So, for the longest time, Florida State was carrying the weight of the conference. Hey, look, we got this brand. We got this viewership. We've been losing and got a better viewership than Clemson and Big Money Game. But again, it's not about wins and losses. I keep telling y'all that. Same thing going on in the Pac-12. We'll talk about them a little later. But the same thing. The difference is, unlike Clemson, unlike Vitek, unlike Virginia, Florida State, see, we got big balls down here. Big balls down here. When it's a problem, it's going to be smoke. I'm from Florida. Every time it's a problem, I bring smoke. That's just what it is. So, all of this hubble about. But, 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 but let me tell you. So, Florida more prestige than Clemson. You know, we're talking about generations worth of people that follow the Seminoles. That goes deeper than, than people's following Clemson. Clemson just got good, and then they got back bad again. They don't have a long history of winning. They were at one point the laughing stock of the Big East. We all remember the Big East. They just start being good. And that was only when who was it? Was it Taj was it the Taj Boyd days? I think Taj Boyd started but off before, yeah. Yeah, it was Taj, it was the Taj Boyd days, but before that nobody talked about Clemson. They were never mentioned in the in the same names as the Hurricanes or even the Huskers, for that matter. Nobody cared about Clemson. Didn't nobody even know that they played in Death Valley until it became a controversy as why we got two teams that play in, the, in Death Valley. Y'all ain't even the original Death Valley. LSU was the original Death Valley. Just to be honest. Uh, all the smoke. So for but 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 when we're looking at the TV deals, you can't have just one school as a showpiece, and that one school ain't even the best team in the conference. That's why y'all ain't getting the TV money. So that's the problem. The, the one team in the conference that that has the big name ain't even the best team. Y'all letting North Carolina beat y'all, like like let's be honest. Y'all about to come out here and struggle against LSU. If they don't beat y'all, because they y'all for blood. Y'all beat them last year, they coming for your heads. <clears throat> and if y'all show up like y'all did last year, y'all will. The disrespect segment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these is facts. Hey, y'all y'all let me know when I when I start going off the record. When I'm not when I when I'm not on track. I'm not finna get Florida State I'm Florida State beat LSU last year. This is a fact. But where did that win go afterwards? Up in smoke. It don't matter. We be the SEC school. That's all I need to put. Y'all let a y'all let a y'all let a team beat y'all with one completion in the second half. Stop it. I'm gonna quit giving you them stats. That's what I'm gonna stop doing. <laughs> Give it to you too many goddamn stats. 
I'm bitching and complaining about yeah. my coach, and it's coming back to bite me in the ass. Listen, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But 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 we're talking about the TV deals. Yeah. And is FSU? I mean, yeah. Is FSU going to leave the ACC? And I mean, they should because they're not going to bring in the money by themselves. That's all I'm saying. They they not going they 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 not the showpiece. So if y'all expecting them to be the showpiece, y'all will never get the money deal that y'all want. One of the major issues in, in, okay, so for all the reporters that cover the ACC and the Pac-12 that I was going off on the last two days, Pac-12 people last two days, ACC people today, I'm not sorry. I understand that there is a livelihood that's involved here. I understand all of that. But I'm balancing that against Millions of millions of dollars that Florida State is losing by being in the ACC. Just think about this. If we let's, we're, and I'm just using the ACC. I mean the SEC as an example. <clears throat> if we go to the SEC next year, we will, in ten years, ten years, six. Hundred million dollars. There is a difference between six hundred million dollars and three hundred million dollars. A big difference. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, I'm spazzing out on y'all, but the spaz out is because, dude, y'all are talking about this like this is your grandfather's ACC or your grandfather's NCAA football. It's not. We're not cheating the same no more. Ain't nobody sneaking to Eric Dickinson's third cousin on his daddy's side to give him a Trans Am. Ain't nobody doing that. Texas, oh, the bag man y'all. ain't got to show up. Hey, the, the, the bag man ain't got to sneak in. On no. The bag man standing right next to the coach. He on the flight. The bag man is there because everybody now has a mandatory bag man. They had a bag man before. Mm-hmm. You just didn't see the bag man. Now you know who the bag man is, and it's out in the open. And it is it is. never will I pass up a chance to take a shot at Miami. But Miami's bag man is being investigated by the SEC. That, that'll be three billionaires, y'all, that was donating money to y'all university. And the SEC said, you know what, something ain't right here. Two of them in jail for Ponzi scheming. Car Gables, what's going on? What's going on? But you know Everybody what? Everybody trying to get ahead the easy way. I, I, they want to get ahead the easy way. They out there on uh on on what you call the island, living a, li, living it up. They on Epstein Island. Oh, again. Y'all gonna start, and y'all, and y'all, y'all gonna start to see it go deeper than just money. And there's a reason why the motherfuckers in jail. Exactly. It ain't just the money. Just the money. That money is but, just to cover up the other shit that they got arrested for. And again, I don't know how Florida State got to be the bad man in all of this when UCLA, who nobody ain't watched in 20, 30 years. 
and USC, who they can't beat Utah, is going to the big team. They weren't the bad guy. And now Washington and Oregon probably going, and they're talking about Utah either going to the Big 12 or the Big 10, too. But they made the bad people. The Pac-12 is the, the Pac-12 is going to dissolve. Yeah. In about within five years, the entire Pac-12 will dissolve, or be a bunch of new teams, and their market will be significantly decreased, almost to the point where it's not even considered a big market. You know, I can see the ACC going that same route. You know, what yeah. I've always been talking about is can we get two? Major conferences for Division One football. Two major conferences split the country in half. You know, either ge- geographically or somewhat geographically, because I know that there may be more schools on one side than the other. It may be more densely populated on the east because of all those schools along the east coast compared to all the schools along the west coast. But well, either way. What we have to do is all these schools that are just leaving their conferences, going to new conferences, what is the benefit? More money. Just split it in half, cut that shit out the middle, and you won't have these problems. You won't have schools complaining about their media deals because of their conference. It's it's so sad that we're here. And we hear because there are people in place. And I've talked noise about the SWAT commissioner. I've not really talked a whole lot of noise about the Pac-12 commissioner. But let's just be honest. He tried to slide that little Apple TV deal like that was some kind of deal for them. $20 million. USC going to accept twenty. You should have known when the deal was $20 million, USC was gone. Off top. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, and it's, so I didn't want to push this little conspiracy theory, but I retweeted it because little dude brought up something that I had not thought of, some Big 12 insider uh, Twitter account. And I believe this is why the AD of North Carolina was complaining. There are eight schools that make the lion's share, <coughs> make the lion's share of the TV revenue for the ACC. North Carolina is one of those eight schools. So, in right. theory, if those eight schools, based on the TV contract, said, "You know what? We out, and we gonna form." Our own conference, we'll just call it ACC New Birth for shits and giggles. They form ACC New Birth. Well, because there is a grant a right deal in place, the deal that ESPN would have with the remaining members of the ACC would be less the revenue of the eight schools. If the eight schools then form their own ACC New Birth conference, that revenue would then go up based on the lack of having to share with the other schools in the ACC, and that would put them at $50 million. I believe North Carolina called Florida State and said, hey, what you think about that? And Florida State hung up the phone on them. Yeah. 
I believe that's where that beef came from. I believe, and I believe this for the last month, that there are Big Ten people sniffing around in Tallahassee going, hey, y'all look pretty good. We can create a whole other division for y'all. $50 million is a lot of money. I believe that's what started everything. Why why not just create a whole new conference? Give it a new name, new deal. You know, here in America, we like new shit. You know what I'm saying? So why not? I 100% agree. We like new. We like we like we like shit that's new and shiny. And ain't nothing new and shiny like a fresh new Division One college football conference. But but if they have to have good teams in them, it does not matter if they all are ass. Nobody cares about ass teams. Can't just but the revenue team. They gotta have the TV markets. If they don't have the they TV gotta, markets, it won't matter they if gotta, they're great. Yeah, they got they they gotta have a TV market, but they also gotta have good teams. Nobody care about ass teams doing ass shit. It don't matter. We wanna we wanna when, when we think when we're talking about college football, see college football is a lot different than any other sport, you know, in the world. Because in college football, you're not allowed to lose. You can lose a soccer match. You play 162 baseball games in the major leagues. You lose. You can lose 70, 80 games, and it's okay. That's just normal, normal life. Basketball. You can you can lose 20, 30 games a year, but in college football, you have to be perfect if you want to win. You might can you can might can lose one, maybe lose two, but after you've lost two games in a season in college football, you already looked at it. You. You know, you can't even compete to be the best at that point. It's over with. You know? So, for teams that want to, you know, if you want to create a conference, they got to have a team that's that's, that's going to bring in the crowds. They got to have a winner. You know? And, it's just, that's just bottom line. And, and for all the UCF fans out there that think this is about y'all because y'all are the Big 12, it's not. It is absolutely not. Y'all gonna travel eight million miles to get mollywhopped every other weekend. Y'all gonna be a five hundred team for the next twenty years. Talking about that one Ooh. mythical national championship y'all won. Who you Central Florida? Yeah, they Central Florida. They're gonna be mediocre at best for the next twenty years in the Big Twelve. Like I don't I don't know. I, I I don't even know why I brought them up. It's just funny. Them them joining the Big Twelve made as much sense as A and M joining the SEC. How about that? Wee. Yeah, I went there. Has A and M came close the- to doing anything since they joined the SEC? Oh wow! Oh wow! You know what we yeah, You know what we were at back here? Oh wow! <laughs> You see, we were, we were up back here. I don't want to hear shit about any disrespect. So, went over, went over, went. They they went to the SEC and and instantly <laughs> mediocre, mediocre at best. Oh, wow. Your average, your average. I would say UCF going to a different conference was an upgrade for UCF. It was all about 
um, getting out of a super ass conference, even if you're in the middle of the pack in a big conference, you you might just so get lucky enough to win a conference championship, and you're going to get in the playoffs. No, they yeah. won't. I, what people don't understand going to, big, go, go on, going to the Big Twelve, they finna get they finna let Oklahoma hang sixty on their ass every But year. see what people don't understand is UCF, they're gonna have an offense. And they, everybody has offense in the Big Twelve. But this is what I'm saying. The defensive talent that they draw from down here in Florida is a little bit different. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Until and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the talent that will be left over after Florida, Florida State, Miami, the talent that's left over is kids really just trying to make it, right? No, coming from coming coming from uh absolutely you not. Know, low, a, a, a lower demographic as far as financial wise. Well, that's what's left over, right? In Orlando, I'm just giving you an I'm, example. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm asking. Like, is that is that where they picking their players from? This is uh, this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to try to explain to you. In Orlando, we have 30 schools, 30 high schools, and just Orlando by itself, we have six high schools that compete for a national or uh, a state championship every year. Out of Orlando. The talent pool in Central Florida is different. And all you know as a JIT going to high school, living in Orlando is UCF. If you go out to their campus, you're hooked. They they don't spend like Bethune-Cookman money. They have an indoor practice facility. They have next to a multi-million dollar patch. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Stop it. Stop it. Don't shoot that little motherfucker no more. For what reason did you take a shot at BC? Bruh, I'm Bruh. just trying to tell you. The facilities you will never at UC- miss an opportunity. The use the facilities at UCF are different. My nephew went to UCF. So what you're saying is UCF got money. You see, the kids yeah, they that do. go to the, the the kids that go to the school get money. Oh my gosh, it's different. Uh, different. UCF so, is the so largest commuter so, school in the state. So they're coming from a background where they they parents got money and shit, right? Nine times out of ten, they, they it's different. So so the reason so the reason I'm at the reason I'm asking that question is when you start switching conferences and you go to a conference like Big Twelve. Um, the furthest school away is damn near in California. Yeah, and they so gonna travel. People better have. Yeah, they gotta. They gotta travel. Is why I'm saying that. Now, oh, they gonna travel. Kids, if all your kids is poor, or they come from, you know, lower demographic financial wise, it'll be harder for their people to travel to their away games. Wow, you know what? Why I bring that point up. UCF student body sense. on campus is over 40,000. Okay. 
is uh, the student body on campus is over 40,000. Okay. They are the largest, the second largest university in the country. I don't know so, much about I don't know too, too much about UCL. So UCL so record last questions. year was nine and five. However, be nine and five in the Big Twelve too. And that's what I was gonna say. But, However, but, but the the thing about it is y'all gotta understand the exposure. They were in but Big Twelve. Big 12 is a shrinking market, especially seeing as how now Oklahoma wants out. But, so then what's going what, what's going to happen once it becomes a power vacuum and all the teams suck? Oklahoma and Texas leaving causes a problem. Those are the two biggest TV markets in that conference. Yeah. Uh, so with the right exception of SMU, which I believe is in Dallas, that's it. And don't nobody watch SMU. Since they got the death penalty all them years ago, they have been ass. They just had a winning record last year. I I believe Ladies and gentlemen. UCF <laughs> will surprise some folks. Y'all don't understand that they they have talent. They have put a lot of folks in the league from that small little school football program. Now it then blew up. It's different. You talk about UCF? Yes. UCF. They By the way, everybody that I've met in the chat, thank y'all for coming out. I haven't missed – I'm seeing y'all now, so if I didn't say something earlier, thank y'all for coming out. But – Ain't that where Blake Bortles went? Yeah. Oh, Trash. Yeah. <laughs> But you have. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, I just said that. Like I'm trying to think who Kevin Johnson, the running back, came from UCF. Also trash. Um, what notable players can we can we put that UCF had? Dante Culpepper. Oh my God. There you go. Oh. Don't do that. He had a good three year run with Randy Moss. Anyway, we're going to get off of UCF because beating on UCF is just no fun whatsoever. But I mean, I'm not, first of all, don't get it twisted. I'm not sitting up here saying UCF finna raise all kind of hell in a new conference. I'm just saying UCF is going to surprise a lot of people. We're definitely going to find out this year because they're going to get an opportunity to take their one and only shot at Oklahoma and Texas this year. So, it's we're going to see. All right. So, you know, Marlo here, and it's a couple things that we need to go ahead and get, get to. First off, with Messi showing up last week, getting off the plane, and scoring a thousand goals in three matches, 
and I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're about to be number one in their division. Is the MLS ready for big time? Because I don't feel like they're ready for big time. Before we move on, why y'all ain't tell me my shit was flipped? <laughs> well, oh, shit. Why y'all ain't tell me it was it was it was reflected the opposite way? Oh, my screen is St. Texas Longhorns. No, thank y'all. It's I fixed it now. Thank y'all for nothing. <laughs> oh, oh my! Thank you. Oh, but to be your own people. Hey, hey, Chad, it be your own people, man. I'm telling you right now. I, I don't even know what y'all talking about. So, right now. My, my my banner, it was showing Texas Longhorns, but it was it was mirrored, so you uh, looking at it backwards. I got you. You can't really read it. I got you, man. Now it's fixed. Now you can actually read it. You know, got people out here feeling like they dyslexic. No, it was just backwards. I'm sorry. Oh shit! You know what? But go, but go ahead. Since we're talking about soccer, welcome <laughs> Gators fan, but not really Gators fan. Eighty-seven. My God, this make you wake up every morning and stub your toe at three a.m. But welcome wow. to the podcast. Wow! Man, what what did he do to you? He did absolutely nothing. He was talking to me, actually. You know, Gabe Davis is from UCF. Is he? Yeah. Trash. <laughs> How you trash? He's not even the best player on his team. He's not the best receiver on the Bills. Well, you got two. You got uh, Stephon Davis. Yeah, they got Stephon. Nah, oh, Gabe is all right. He's decent. He, he's an above-average receiver in the NFL. He's an above-average receiver. I'll give him that. What I was saying was, I don't know how much longer the MLS have in the season. And my cues. But the fact that Messi has come over there and won three straight leads me to believe that at this point, I think Mia Marlo can just show up on the MLS squad and play some meaningful minutes. Hold oh, Wait a minute. Don't you put no Marlowe in it. <laughs> you talking about soccer. <laughs> I ain't finna say what I was going to say, but I got a long straw in a deep container. And I ain't going to tell you what's in it, but they usually use it to wash white clothes. You can sip on that. He went there. I'm just saying. Oh, Marlo said he ain't kicking shit. It's just a running for Marlo. Don't let it. Don't get it twisted. It is just a running for Marlo. If it Mm-mm. was not for the running, Marlo would be in for it. Mm-mm. Nope. You play kickball drunk. Soccer is not that far behind. Um, that, those are two totally different sports. And and second of all. I was very competitive when I played kickball. Everybody else wasn't. So I didn't want to do that shit no more. And that was a one and done. 
So. Just so everybody's aware, he played kickball drunk while at this podcast. Yeah. But he took it serious, though. That y'all don't even that understand. You gotta explain. First of all, who was out there lollygagging, not really making any efforts to 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 get people out? I don't do that. I don't even know what they're talking about. Like you, you might want to duck if I get the ball. Get low. So. Uh, was was the name of the event kickball drunk kickball or drinking and kickball something to that effect? Wasn't that wasn't that the name? Yeah, it's it's it was a kickball wreck kickball league. Now, mind you, wreck kickball league that is centered around drinking. Mm. And you wanted that to be a serious sport. Yeah, they invited me. Oh, okay, I'm just trying to get all the you know logistics together. I'm trying to, you know, I'm like, you know how Kobe trying to, under, trying to understand. You know how Kobe told people, "Why would I play a, a average pickup game? What is the point in it for me?" And that's how that was. I had the mama mentality on the kickball field. So, so what you're saying is. You was doing on the kickball field what Messi is doing to the MLS right now. Yeah. What I'm saying is Marlo was doing what Marlo was doing on the kickball field. And I don't know what the fuck Messi doing. Even every time I try, it just it and I just put it into the sea one day. I might have a heart attack. We might have a serious discussion about the world's football league, but I'ma let that go. The world. <laughs> but, TP. You said the world. Now, I will, I will say this. Shout out to U.S. women. I mean, we do that all the time. We do. We do. They, they, um, they, they head and shoulders are better than the U.S. men. Oh, okay. But, Marlo, since we have you here, and it is football tonight. Um, let's talk about your Buccaneers and this quarterback battle. There ain't no battle. Ain't even no battle. I already so, told y'all who was going to be the starter. Y'all think I just was pump, pump faking. So, rumors coming out of camp is that Baker Mayfield has a tendency to turn over the football. Ain't no rumor. I was there. I was at camp. We got, extra, we got the guest. Hey! Got the guest of honor. What's up, man? Um, yeah, he threw it up on you. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Mm, on camera. Ain't that something? <laughs> yeah. She We just brought me in. We real up in here. <laughs> oh. But but it, it's it's facts. I first of all, I was at training camp on Monday, and why did he start out with the first team? I don't know, but I'm glad they rectified that. Because why did who why did who start with the first team? Baker. Why wouldn't he? 
Cause he's ass. That's, a, that's your guy, ain't it? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. You like uh Kyle Trask. You like Kyle. Yes, sir. And Kyle, we trust. And Kyle, we trust over Baker. <laughs> so TP, I asked this question again, and since we got Gator Fan 87 here. Name me the last Gator quarterback that did anything in the NFL. Cam Newton. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. I, you know what? I would almost give you that if he had played one game at Florida. He did. It don't matter. He did. He did. What game he, he played off, at Florida? He came off the bench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he got his uniform. Okay, so all right, so that's y'all. All right, so y'all got one in a hundred years. It ain't been a hundred years. I, I'll give Steve Furrier uh, probably the best quarterback they've had. I'm, I'm going to tell you who's going to be the future, and that question you won't be able to ask that question next year. Richardson. Oh, Richardson has no running game. The owner of the team. Said about their starting running back. If him and I both died tomorrow, neither one of us will be missed. That's what the owner said about his star running back. Who said he was the star? Who called him a star? I mean, he's supposedly, you know, a, a star running back. You know, I'm pretty sure. You know what? That, the, 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 I know that man had it. Did he have, was he injured last year? Let's just find out. Nah, he had a good season. So he had a thousand yards again last year. Mm-hmm. Man. But what I'm talking about Richardson. I ain't talking about no damn I'm the talking NFL, about the star running back because of what's the what is a rookie's running back on quarterback's best friend outside of a tight end? People who can catch the ball. You're a good defense. A good defense. All right. Let's keep up. Let's let let's keep the quarterback, you know, in a position where he ain't gotta air the ball out every play. Cause if you have a bad defense and y'all down 30, guess what your quarterback doing every play? He is passing. And for a rookie quarterback, you are setting him up for failure. You are killing his confidence. You are putting him in an unwin situation. Uh, and, he ain't and, in y'all division. He is. We about to be on his ass too. And they have a good defense. <clears throat> it's better. It's better. We don't know what it looked like yet, but on paper, we do look good. Yeah. This man got to face the Tennessee Titans, the we Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans with no running game. He ain't going to make it a week eight. Oh, and here's another thing. The fucking Tennessee Titans decided they want to break out their Oilers jerseys for two games this year, and one of them is against the Texans. And that ain't the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen in my life. If we beat them with their Oilers jerseys, we need our Oilers shit back. All of them. The whole franchise, we need it back. Y'all never put them jerseys on again. Oh, 
the level of disrespect of these motherfuckers. I'm about to drive down to Nashville right now. I'm only 10 hours away. Oh, shit. We're going we, we to get some straightening. You feel me? We're about to get some straightening. Don't nothing get straight like straightening. I felt like the disrespect. I, you know, I thought I came in here with the energy. Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all just saw my face when I seen the post. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that ain't a good yeah. look. You'd have thought it was something rotten in my room. My <laughs> face was all turned <laughs> That whole post stink. <clears throat> oh, man. Oh. Oh, I... Oh man! Well, you know what? <clears throat> I'm glad my quarterback situation is secure. My running back situation will be secure after week one. But who? Interesting. And Tom Brady is overseas somewhere. You know what? You know what? You know what's sad? Uh-uh. 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 You know what? You know what's sad? A grown man saying my quarterback situation is secure and his starting quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> this is the world that we, it's we better sit than in the right now. <laughs> it is better than that. How? It is better than because y'all don't know who y'all starting. Uh, absolutely, we absolutely do. We know. You don't. You don't. We. I'm telling you, we do. We are. Everybody know who's gonna be our starting quarterback. GP, everybody. This starting quarterback situation is bad and worse. Click one. What, what? First of all, we have a better offensive line, better talent around our quarterback, and a better defense than 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 the Las Vegas Raiders. So our quarterback situation is way better. Y'all, left tackle don't even know how to play left tackle. Here's a right tackle. Playing left tackle on TV. Don't talk oh. to me till y'all get some wins against New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> that being said. Let me tell y'all what the Buccaneers situation is. It's about to get real disrespectful. That's right, Rock. Real Raider Nation stand-up. That's what I'm talking about. The, the, the Buccaneers situation is like a motherfucker who got jacked up teeth, nose fucked up. Everything messed up. They trying to figure out what color makeup they finna put on. And I am uh, all <laughs> wow. It don't matter what makeup you put on. Your teeth still fucked up. Your nose still fucked up. Wow. Fucked up. I just that's what the buccaneer. That's what the buccaneer. They try to figure out what color makeup they gonna put on mm. and step out there week one. Just, it don't matter. This is just all sorts of kind of wrong. <laughs> oh. You're burnt. First of all, I would I would even agree if you was to say is is that chick that you look at from behind and you like, oh my gosh, I gotta go holler at her. And then she turn around and it looked like somebody that stole her face. I would I would go with that. But damn everything. 
Listen, Marlon. The teeth is the offensive line. The nose is the running situation. It's fucked up. I don't care what makeup. I don't care what makeup y'all try to put on at the quarterback position. It's not gonna matter. Our it's offensive line is legit. Y'all still got Donovan Smith at left tackle. No, he gone. No, they move. They move. Who uh, left, work. Who's the left tackle? They move worse to left tackle. A Hall of Famer. Yeah. You calling Tristan Worth the third year tackle? He, he third or he, this is second, right? This is third, fourth year. Can't be his fourth. Fourth, fourth. Can't be his fourth. fourth year. Mala made the baby cry. I did not. Mala said that man was a Hall of Famer and the baby started crying. Uh, Tristan Worth gave up how many sacks? <laughs> oh, he right great. tackle. He didn't give he up sacks. Right tackle. We're going to find out this year he's going to get the best pass rusher every week. Who? Christian Worth is now their left tackle. Who is he going to be blocking in the NFC? Everybody. Y'all don't understand how athletic this young man is. No, I'm saying who are the pass rushers to be afraid of in the NFC South? (laughs) Outside of maybe... Trey Hendrickson? No, no, don't. Hey, he played the he at the Bengals now, ain't he? Yeah, he had um, Bengals. Cameron Jordan? He's 74 years old, though. The fact that I'm looking up who the Bucks play, the troll the Bucks, is amazing. It's not amazing. That's your normal. Um, right, they got to play the Bears. The Bears ain't got no pass rush. They got to play the Texans. We got Will. We got Will. We got they got to play the 49ers. Nick Bosa, yeah. I don't know who Green Bay got. Nick, they got to play. Nick, what about the Jaguars? Nick, Nick Bosa lines up on the left side of the defense. So they got to play the Jaguars and they got to play the Colts and the Titans. Josh Allen, okay. Titans ain't got nobody. Harold Landry still there, I think. We good. I just want to point out who y'all still got a quarterback situation. I just want to point out that you haven't. What I saw at training camp was Cal Trash throwing BBs. When the offensive coordinator comes out and says the only reason Baker Mayfield had an edge is because he had more experience. But Kyle Trash have made that up and then some with his talent. That that's all you need to know. Who's gonna be the starter? Kyle Trash and talent. Two words I never thought I'd hear in the same sentence. Okay. He, he a prototype. <laughs> Any mobile. Oh. We're not doing this. No, we're gonna move along. This dude is six five two forty. And mobile. I'm mobile. Now I'm going to be able to run away from no defensive linemen. Right. Yeah. Look around and find out what's a person. That's Kyle Trash to show you how mobile he is. He about as mobile as Josh Allen. Josh Allen really ain't that mobile. I'll take that. Oh, man. 
I think every team in the, in the country besides KC will take that. My one-year-old was out there vacuuming. Wait, hold on. I was trying to figure because my wife just brought me the bottle and the baby and the burp rag and the vacuum was going. And I'm like, who's vacuuming? The one-year-old. <laughs> Not the three-year-old, the one-year-old. Train them up right. Get them up, get them early, get them early. <laughs> That's oh, funny. Man. So wait a minute. No, nah, he, he 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 legit be trying to clean up. He'll go grab the broom and the dustpan, be walking around the house. Don't stop him. Don't stop him. Let him keep it up. PP, we just let Marlo get away with. Saying how talented Kyle Trask was. He is. Not was, is. If you if you study under Tom Brady for three years and don't learn something, that's shame you on you. Know what? You know what I Kyle Trask learned a long in three time. years? He learned, Tom Brady. he learned the best time to pick up the donuts to make sure they was fresh for the meat. That's what he and that's all he learned. Long as Tom Brady's overseas with his little soccer team and the fuck out of the Raiders front office, I'm good. Ah, King. Wait. So is so is Tom Brady in the same position like John Elway is in Denver or no? Because John Elway actually makes decisions. No, I'm 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 praying to God he not. I hope he don't talk to a Raider like he don't need to be at no Raider dinners. He, he don't need like to talk to anybody. No parking space. He don't need to like nothing. He don't need to be on Zoom meetings. Mm. If mm. they redesign the parking spaces, they don't need to call him. He just need to be wherever he is with the supermodels he hang out with and get lost in the ocean somewhere. That's where Tom Brady need to be. Wow, lost in the ocean. That's damn. It's pretty. It's pretty. Fine. You know he. You know he worked for y'all. Fuck Tom Brady. I don't know if I was clear on it. Man. We know y'all ain't gonna win shit. <laughs> y'all gonna win the opportunity to pick first. Twenty twenty four. No, that'll be y'all. We'll be picking fifth. Y'all will be shit. picking first. I'm gonna tell y'all who will be picking first next year. They ain't gonna yeah. beat the Lions. I'm- I'm gonna tell you, the Lions are gonna be a top ten team in the NFL. We're not, you know, we're not gonna talk about that. I'm tell you, who picking first next year, the Arizona Cardinals will be drafting <laughs> Caleb Williams number one overall in the 2025 draft. So what are they gonna do with the Cardinals? 2024 draft with the first pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Caleb Williams, quarterback, USC. If Caleb Williams is the first pick. For the Arizona Cardinals, everybody in that front office got to get fired that same day. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Caleb Williams will be the first two-time Heisman Trophy winner since Matt Leiner. Hold on. Just hear me out for a second. Hear me out. Arizona Cardinals. They draft a quarterback what, in the top five overall. That is very next year, that offseason, they fire the head coach, bring in a new head coach. 
draft another top five uh, quarterback. They didn't take Josh Rosen with the tight in the top five. He was like number fourteen or thirteen or some shit like that. Got to go back and look at it. He was like middle of the first round. Josh Rosen was 10th overall. There you go, 10. So they draft a top 10 player. Get rid of him after his first season. He he kind of was ass. I'm not going to lie. How we know? Look, look, look I'm not going to lie. When they, when they were talking about Josh Rosen being a top 10 anything, I was trying to see where. UCLA didn't win. When, he, when you're a quarterback in a conference that allows you to air it out all day, every day, and you don't even have good numbers, there's no way I can even think you'll even come close to being a good quarterback in the NFL. A quarterback in that conference should average 450 passing yards a game. Colt Brennan was putting up 500 yards a game and was still terrible in the NFL. They're not going to do that to June Jones. We're not doing that. June Jones is him. <laughs> not Brennan. So, Josh Rosen was never good in my eyes. Not NFL-wise. Not college-wise. He didn't win. He didn't win shit, actually. And when they, when they came out and said that he was supposed to be this smart, super intelligent quarterback who can process fast and I, no, they used that against him. They tried to say that he was so cerebral. He was, and they used the fact that he read books against him. Oh, he's he's too smart to be a quarterback. What the what? Now you're too smart. I'm like, all right, cool, great. No, they now intelligence has nothing to do with it. Ryan Fitzpatrick went to an Ivy League school and had a very long journeyman type career but he was able to play the game he was able to make rosters he was able to he, let me tell you the same story ryan fitzpatrick looks amazing three weeks later y'all don't know what's going on with fitzpatrick at this afternoon no he a bucks fan you know this is that that was fitzpatrick in a nutshell he started off good he made the team quarterback gets hurt insert ryan fitzpatrick he balls out for the first two games and then disappears and then the next thing you know he's on a different team it was mm-hmm. the same story. But what the Arizona Cardinals saw in Josh Rosen, I have no idea. But for when it, when it came time for Kyler Murray, they were looking at a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Regardless of the height, we're trying to get into a new league where we don't care about height and all that stuff. You know, they want to be trendsetters. I get it. But he's a Sooner, so fuck him. <laughs> Okay, so I have nothing good to say about Kyler Murray. All the stuff that came out of Arizona during his contract negotiations told me everything I needed to know about both Kyler Murray and the fact that that front office had two factions. One faction that liked the coach and one faction that liked the quarterback. 
and the faction that like the coach, let it be known. Your starting quarterback don't know the plays. Let it be known. Your starting quarterback like to play video games more than reading the playbook. It was the first time that we found out that the NFL has software to let them know if you are actually reading game film, reading the playbook, the game plan for that week. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I don't being a black quarterback. You know, you know why he wasn't. Thing. You know why he wasn't reading the play the uh the playbook because it wasn't gonna fucking matter. They weren't gonna block nobody. And he was gonna be drawing plays in the sand anyway. He looked at that shit and was like, "Man, this shit not gonna fucking work." I'm hopping back <laughs> on the game. <laughs> he looked at that playbook and said, "Man, this shit not gonna fucking work." You have to have the talent as far as when you have a player of his stature. Like, I I, I would equate that. You just that. said and Kyler Murray in the same sense. But go ahead. Did you see going. me look up, though? I was yeah. A player, I'm, and, and I mean it literally, a player of his stature who barely can see over the, the lineman when they're down, but when they're up, if, they're, if they haven't created any passing lanes, what is he, what, what's his motivation? Like, he's just going to free Willie into a spot. Hopefully they 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 there. Y'all know like what I want to do. I want to go line up that quarterback behind the NFL offensive line so I can see what Kyler Murray see. And I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna see. Nothing. And the back of jerseys. The back that's of jerseys. All you, that's all you can see when you're five eight, five nine, standing in the pocket. You ain't gonna see nothing. But the back of jerseys. Yeah. He looked at the playbook and was like, this shit ain't gonna fucking work. I'm hopping back on the game. I'm just gonna run. Do what got me to the NFL. And you know his family telling the same thing. Hey, do what got you there. Because once you start, once he sits back there and just tries to throw the ball, it's gonna be interception after interception. He gonna be, he not gonna get picked up by nobody. So he doing, he doing what he can to stay in the league, which is use his feet and get from behind them big behemoths <laughs> that offensive line. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. Why are we not drafting shorter offensive linemen? No, we're gonna put six five and six six <laughs> and six seven. Because you need you need linemen with reach. Because now, yeah. now you have D linemen that's running four fives. Hey, it's a it's a whole different thing now. Some offensive linemen that can move a little bit, then that four five. Is gonna be isolated a little bit. You gotta have, you gotta be, you gotta have some feet. I'm glad you said that because because Tristan Worth is that guy. Oh I'm so Tristan. glad you said that. Wow, he is that guy. Wow, wow. Hey TP, Never let me ask you a question. <laughs> let me ask you a question. What's up, Troy? Have you ever? Been to a job and worked there for like ten years, and then somebody said, "You know what? I think 
you need to go ahead and be the engineer of making sprockets because you worked over here as the line operator for 10 years. You can go ahead and design some sprockets. Uh, is that going to make you the best sprocket designer ever? No, nah, you probably need to still go to college and learn how to do some exact science and math. So what TP is trying to politely tell you, Marlo, is Tristan works is going to look good in some games and going to fail miserably in other games because he's not qualified for the job. Why? He got drafted <laughs> to lean on people and push them down the field and they run block tackle. and tackle. He was a left tackle in college. He was a left tackle in college. He was I don't left understand tackle in college. what you're talking about, sir. He did go to college and learn his skill. He got to the books and they had them made this ginormous mistake in paying somebody upwards of $50 million that they were not going to start him over. So they moved him to the right side of the field and made their whole team better. He has a Super Bowl as a lineman. I mean, he has been in the trenches. Terrible. Terrible, but they paid him a, a king's ransom. The he but he got more, you to a Super Bowl. He paid more than Saquon will ever make. Yeah. Which is sad. Pay the running back. I just I'm trying to get Marlo to justify to me this Bucks roster. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna table that for a second. I heard somebody try to mention Mike Evans and Jerry Rice in the same sentence. No, they didn't. And they did it twice. And I'm just trying to figure out why. Even if I can see Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer, he ain't in the dog room. But why he wouldn't says, I got a yellow jacket room guy? Wait a minute. Why wouldn't he be a, a Hall of Famer? I, did you hear what I said? I said he ain't in the dog room. He just a, I got a yellow jacket guy like Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber ain't no dog. He just got a yellow jacket. Why why Mike Evans and the dog? He got eight seasons with a thousand yards, uh, a thousand yard seasons in a row. So, you, so you saying he in Jerry Rice category? I'm just saying this guy has proven he's a dog. Is he in Jerry Rice category? Who is? You he's can't really just awesome. say no. You can't just say no. Calvin Johnson. He ain't Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, Randy Ball. You named three people I, in the I, history I wasn't even of the, done. I wasn't even done. I was only on this hand. This hand here. Who? He ain't Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. Really? Um, really? Yeah. He's not a vet. Come on, man. So you're saying he's better than Larry Fitzgerald? Yes. Mike Evans he ain't better than Andre Johnson. Johnson. Julio Jones, my bad. Why he not? Mike Evans is not better than prime Mike Evans ain't better than prime Julio Jones, prime DeAndre Hopkins, prime Andre Johnson, prime Larry Fitzgerald, prime Terrell Owens. The Who is? Well, you say Terrell Owens. I, I'll give you that one. But the other ones that you named, I, I, I don't know. See, it's about I'm so doing it. Give people credit for showing up to work. Not even better than Chris Carter. Stop it. What? Are you Mike you saying Chris? 
Chris Carter is better than the list of receivers that I would put in front of Mike Evans would be longer than a bad Tubi movie. I I don't even understand this. We're in the Matrix right now. We're we're literally in the Matrix because what I'm what I'm hearing is this dude has done it on a high level for a number of years, which is how you get into the, the Hall of Fame. What do you mean? He wasn't the only receiver there. Ain't nobody else did it in the NFL. What do you mean? He, he has done something no other receiver in the NFL has done. I don't understand what the fuck you talking about. In the history of the NFL, not Jerry Rice, not fucking Randy Moss, not none of them. What has he what what has he what is has he done that Jerry has not done? He has had a thousand yard receiving season for eight years in a row. Good for him. So I don't understand what we're talking about. So, Jerry Rice. Oh my God! What 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 do we want to know? Jerry Rice is twenty two thousand yards. The closest we'll person to him. The closest person to him is Larry Fitzgerald. And how long did they play? And if I can get rid of this ad blocker, I'll how long up. did they play? Hold on, I ain't done. Busy, I ain't done. You, I got hold on. So what we not finna do is give people credit for showing up to work. Not doing that. But I'm, I'm trying to that. tell you, he has done something nobody that. else has done in the NFL, and he okay, ain't done well, yet. We about to find out. We we're about to find out. He is not done yet. So, statistically speaking, Mike Evans, who has been in the league since 2014, all right, let's just take Mm -hmm. that into account, is 12,000 yards behind Jerry Rice. He is number 45 on the list. He's been in the league for my Sean Johnson at this point in his career. Um. You, so you think he got how many years left? You think he got how many? Who knows? I mean, so like, let me ask you a question. He play, in all these seasons, he, how, he, many, he, how many he, of them did he win the receiving title? How many times did he lead the league in receptions or catches? Um, I mean, or uh, yards or touchdown? Did he ever lead in any of these categories? Not sure on that one. Because what it Trey, sounds like to me, is Trey, Trey you got the computer up. I'm, 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 I'm trying to go through it right now. This is, and this, this is really Troy's favorite argument. He's in that same category with Frank Gore. <laughs> Are you serious? You don't think Fra- he is you don't never think, hurt? You don't think Frank the work? You don't think Frank Gore is a Hall of Famer? I think he should be. Hell yeah! Are you asking me? 
Are you asking me? But but we're talking about after year I don't think Cal Ripken Jr. is a Hall of Famer. We're talking about year 13, 14. Now, Who you said, Troy? Mike, Mike Evans right now. <laughs> I what I said. Mike Evans right now not a Hall of Famer because he's had, he's pretty, he's had a, a, a pretty good career. Not going to lie. It's been a pretty good career. You know? And he has been consistent. But consistency does not make you great. Just barely scratching a thousand yards to say that you got a thousand yards, so it shows up in a consecutive streak, does not make you great. Um, I'm looking for. I'm on his. It, it got to the point we're on his Wikipedia page, searching for. League leading and nothing is coming up. He's never led the league in anything. He's been very consistent and very. He's been a very good receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a decade. But he's never been great. He's not great. He's just very, very good, and he's an Aggie. So yeah, that part too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This dude, this dude ain't have a chance at all from the jump. He ain't have a chance. Never had, never had a chance. <laughs> that shit is funny. There's only, there's only one Aggie I've ever respected. And that's because he can run all day. <laughs> No, 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 not Aggie Sooner. There's only okay. one Aggie or Sooner. The, the one Aggie I've always respected was Von Miller. Yeah. I... Wait a minute. Hold wow. on. There's been oh, a couple other good Aggies though. But Mike Evans has been he's been he's been pretty good. He's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Pretty good. But he showed up to work. For a long time. Good for him. He ain't better than Heinz Ward. Damn. That's I don't know about that one. Heinz Ward was just he, you know, we don't we blocking as a way to glorify receivers. So that kind of you take the blocking out, Mike Evans was <laughs> he wasn't the best receiver on his team in their Super Bowls. He wasn't better than Santonio Holmes or Antoine Randall. Receiving wise, so I'm just gonna go ahead and kick off the disrespect of Mike Evans segment. He ain't better than Derek Mason. He ain't better than Jimmy Smith, Antonio Brown, Brandon Marshall. He ain't better than Irving Fryer. Hey, Irving Fryer was a goon now. Herman Moore. When I tell you the long the list of receivers I would put in front of Mike Evans is long as hell. He ain't better than Roddy White. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I'm not. He just. I'm not. Travis Kelsey is just behind him. A tight end is I'm right not, behind him. Travis Kelsey get sixty percent of the passes thrown to him from from Casey. So you can't oh even. Wait a minute. He still has a higher perception average than Mike Evans. 
Yeah. Travis Kelsey yeah. betting I have more receptions than my Evans. He betting I have more receptions. He does. Why wouldn't he? Oh, oh. Because people want to put him in the same conversation with Jerry Rice. And he ain't got more receptions than a tight end. But why are we what? talking about this? Let's get off Beyonce internet and get to another subject that actually matters. Oh, God. Who said Beyonce internet? Wow. She wasn't even talking about it. Thanks, Isaiah. Appreciate you, dog. That's supposed to be good luck, TV. That's good luck, I didn't want to wear this shirt at all. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks. So I kind of had it up here for a while, but the NCAA is about to have the same gambling problem the NFL got. The Iowa State quarterback um, basically decided that it was okay to bet on college sports. I think they have a limit of anything over $50, 50 or $100 is an issue. And he also bet on games that he played in. Why is this a story? I, I ask, how does this affect LeBron's legacy? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know what, Apple? We are not talking about LeBron tonight. LeBron is not on the rundown. I'm sorry. It is the NBA offseason. Football is being played as we speak. How are these five people or four people linked to gambling? How does that affect LeBron's legacy? That's the question. Oh my God. Oh my I can't I can't look. So fans who don't know, Apple is like the guy that get on your nerves for fun. That's Apple. That's little that's it's like having a little brother at all times. <laughs> Where you going? I want to hang out with you. Hey, you got hey, you got games on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be up, man. That is that is up. We love up. Up is hilarious. <laughs> hey, you got you got games on your phone. <laughs> uh, but 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 we got four people gambling on a sport that they're playing in. And, and just so we clear, it's not only the Iowa State quarterback. They're investigating the ex-Iowa basketball player as well. So his name just seemed to be more relevant because he was the starting quarterback, yada, yada, yada. Um, they have the state – Iowa State agencies investigating these issues have said that they don't believe any outcomes in the games he played were tampered with. So they don't think he was point-saving. But they think, hey, he got a little gambling problem. He probably need to deal with it. So I do it not believe the NCAA should suspend him. I think they need to put him in a program and address, address it there as opposed to suspending him when there's nothing of the same sort. So is, wasn't there an NFL player that had to sit out an entire season? Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, so what's different? 
I want to give kids a better chance than I want to get skilled professionals. I, I will freely admit I have a soft spot for young men in college as opposed to the pros, only because of all the things they go through leading up to. Um, nah, they get paid now. Fuck that. They get paid now. So. Last time I checked, they getting paid now. So this no. this 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 man this man chose to take his NIL check and wager it in an illegal manner. There will be consequences. That's you know that's the sad truth. You know and you know and in 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 life a lot of times the lessons we learn we learn them the hard way. So he's about to learn a very very tough lesson. You know. And one can only hope that he learns from the mistake. Because oh, you do this later in life, it's going to cost you more, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But, again, there, there are people not talking to these young men because, obviously, he thought it had to be okay. Because it wasn't like he had a burner account where he was making the wages. He out there willy-nilly using his own stuff. We got to look at the bylaws with this. Because if he's not... First of all, we can't consider it tampering if he had no effect on the outcome. Because where's the tampering? Call it what it is. If it's illegal gambling, then that's what it should be labeled as because tampering tells me that you are cheating the game, not doing something illegal. If it's illegal for him to bet, then that is the charge. But tampering is a whole nother deal. That means you affecting games. You're affecting the money of a lot of other people. Because when you play with games like that, you are – you know, when you when you try to force a, a different outcome than one that would what than what would have happened had you not did anything, then now we got a problem. And so, well, we um <clears throat> we'll follow this and, and and see what happens. There's so much going on in college today. It, it's this just this week alone. This is the craziest college week ever. Um, I don't know if we talked about it enough, but FAMU's quarterback, Jeremy Musa, has been picked as the SWAC preseason <laughs> offensive player of the year. I bring this up again because there have been polls, and if you've seen me on Twitter, I've been spazzing out on these posters for – wait, hold on, what? Hold on. I'm going to take a time out for one second because apparently for some odd reason, I both feel like day one of Man 24, he going to beat me. Uppo, unless you got $10,000 to spend on brothers, don't come around me. <laughs> it's a new day in Madden. I'm going to run student body right 22 times a game. Run the clock out on you and score 55 points. Don't play with me. I am off my podcast. <laughs> topic. But the the posters are not 
one, predicting FAMU will make the NCAA playoffs because of a couple factors. One of those main factors is that their schedule is not to their liking. <clears throat> few things about that. You don't make your schedule. You play who is in front of you. They play West Florida, probably one of the highest ranked Division II teams in the nation. Then they play the sweat schedule. If they run through the sweat, there is no reason they should not be one of the teams invited. If they, you know what, let me change that. If they win the SWAC and the Celebration Bowl, they should be invited to the NCAA playoffs. If they win the Celebration Bowl, it should be a home game. No ifs, ands, or buts. <clears throat> but, again, when it comes to the NCAA playoffs, HBCUs do not control their own destiny. They have to do stuff like play money games. They play classics. They play all these things to make sure their programs keep going, only to be penalized by agents of mm, ill repute. That's what I'll call them. I'll try and be politically correct about it. There's no reason, fam, you should have to put up with what they put up with. And yet, if they run the table, they should be in regardless. Um, Marlo, so we, we, we have a guy in the chat who plays this video game that me and TP play. Not necessarily oh, okay. on the same level either. Oh, okay. So, he just in here reckless in the chat just calling people out. Um, I, I just got one question. Do you have access to your mama's credit card? Because you're going to oh, need it. my God. Bro, wow. definitely going to need it. Because you, I, I don't know about TP. I don't know about TP. I'm petty and evil. I will spend the whole stack day one just to make sure my team, oh, you got your own card and you work? Oh, it's going to be fun taking your little money. Wait, wait. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all gotta buy, spend money after you for extra game. shit after yes. you buy yeah. the game. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What in the house? What the hell is it? Oh, I told y'all we was in bizarre world. <laughs> when they started doing this shit? A long time ago. Before disclosure, TP Marlo had a PlayStation Three. In the box, in a well, place like two years. I got a PlayStation Four in the box right now. I ain't never open it. Burn it. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a. It's, it's gonna be a collector. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, keep it in the box then. Oh man. Let me tell you, this is what happens when you you do shit. Like go to Black Friday and shop. Like I went to Black Friday, I was like, "Oh shit, they got the PlayStation over there on sale." Oh, let me buy all these games to go on. The game's still in the wrapper. The PlayStation's still in the wrapper. 
I can bundle that shit up and sell it to somebody. I'm just saying. But uh, I, I, I can't believe we're addressing this on the podcast. Like, save your coins. Like, get you a Y'all going to make me open this PlayStation and learn how to play Madden. Oh shit! I I got mad. That's one of the games. I don't know which man it is, but it's one of the games. Oh, hold up! I feel like oh, it's okay. It's okay. First off, don't worry about it. I'm, I, I'm, I think we should put that on the podcast. Y'all two playing each other because if this young man whoop your ass, whoo, whoo, look how little cheering. That's almost better than you cutting off eyebrow. Um, this coming. This is coming from Marlo. Like, please understand. Please understand. And he is going. Out. He is fascinated. Let me focus on. Let me focus on the task at hand because we we already down a, a three minute rabbit hole. <clears throat> we got to start appreciating HBCUs and their struggle. Otherwise, we will lose a huge piece of history. Um, I don't like, I'll tell people my affinity for FAMU. Part of it is Marlo. Um, part of it is I'm an African American in Florida. HBCUs is a part of our culture, specifically Florida and them in their school in Daytona. I grew up in Florida and only thing I knew was Florida State, Florida, Miami, FAMU, and that school in Daytona. But I didn't know the history of that school in Daytona till I went to work at Florida a and And I don't often tell the story. I think Marlo might know. <laughs> I know Ken Riley as FAMU's coach. But when I went to work at FAMU, he looked a little different. He was a little older. He looked a little different. So I didn't really know who he was. But as a janitor fam, you you don't get to work wherever you want to work. You work wherever they see you. And so one particular night, because in late November and December, all the older employees, they save up all of their time. And at the end of the year, they take this big old vacation. They just don't work um, Thanksgiving through the New Year. So I got to go work in the field house, which is where I first saw that national championship banner. And Mr. Williams, who was my supervisor, explained to me that FAMU was the first HBCU to win a 1AA national championship. And Ken Riley was in there while he was talking to me, telling me all this stuff about all this stuff. The number of 
black national championship banners in the field house is unreal. And that's the story we don't tell. We don't tell the story about how Florida A&M, this little bitty school in Tallahassee, with none of the resources of Florida State, FAMU, or Miami, beat a Jim Kelly-led Miami squad with Hall of Fame coach Howard Snellenberg. And that was that is important history. And what's going on right now is history because you have con- conference realignment. That's not new. Fam, you went from the CIAC to the MEAC to the SWAC. Florida State was independent, went to the ACC. We're about to be somewhere again. On top of that, this is why history is important. In the 90s, late the middle 90s to the end of the uh, the middle to the end of the 90s, there were two schools in Tallahassee that was putting was mollywhopping schools that they played. Florida A&M, Florida State. You know about the Charlie Ward area. You know about Chris Winkie. You know about Bobby Bob. Do you know about Billy Joe? We Billy don't Joe talk about Billy Joe. No, no. <laughs> Man, if I if if I went down the list of players that play on these winning family teams, y'all would be like. What? Jamie Nails, Wally Williams, T Mick, all these cats got Super Bowl ring. Like it's we put out talent. There you know what, Marlo, there's a school somewhere in Alabama that claimed they wide receiver you. That's what they wanna say. That's what they wanna say. What they wanna say. But my point is, know your history, learn your history. Because it's even sports reporters out there that don't know their history. And it's important. And so if you see me on Twitter and I say, hey, name me the last three opponents that fam you play in the NCAA playoffs, it's a setup. I'm setting you up so I can put my little graphic up about what fam you do when they get a honest shot at the playoffs. Don't fall for it. Just say, okay, you got it and keep it moving. But that's all I got for this week. TP, brand new baby. You, you might be wrestling with the baby. I, I'll let Marlo go first. I just want to say, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Did we lose Marlo? Just that quick, we lost Marlo. The joys of technology. I think we lost Marlo real quick. I'm going to try to fit this in. What's up, Big D? Hey, it's go horns every day, man. It's go horns till the season start, when the season's over with, and then the off season. It's always go horns. You hear me? You take life by the horns, you give them the bull. 
You feel me? It's what we doing. Hey, look, we got a lot of lot 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 of tough talk coming out of every conference, right? LSU supposed to be good again. Pac-12 breaking up. Kalen Williams about to repeat for the Heisman. Georgia about to repeat for the national championship. No, none of that shit matter because it's go horns. Need y'all to understand that. All season, that's the type of energy we on. Yeah, hear me. Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. I don't know what happened. That's all I got. Hook them horns, baby. Let's go. Well, Marlo, we got you back live. What you got for us this week? No, I was just saying that, you know, I really appreciate this opportunity that we get to enjoy and come on and talk a little stuff and give our knowledge of the game and sports. And, you know, just put a little our own little twist to it. And I appreciate people appreciating us. So I, I just want to thank, thank the people we do have that, you know, pay attention to us and, 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 and rock out with us. And we just, you know, we, we small, but we, we here. And I appreciate you. Well, ladies and gentlemen. It ain't the size of the boat in the ocean. That's all I'm telling you. Unless it's Tom Brady boat. Wow. And in that case. It can fuck Tom Brady. Damn. This guy. What? I'm supposed to feel sorry for him? No. I just, I want everybody to have a great week. Set them people in North Carolina. Damn. Set them people in Daytona. Well, I, I'm with you on that. Fuck them. Um, the D people, I hope y'all have a good week. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I pretty much, oh, Bucks fans. I hope Baker Mayfield is y'all starting quarterback. Mm, the devil is alive. All up in this podcast. The fact that I would be considered the devil. You saying you, you know saying what? devilish things? No, I'm I'm speaking from the heart. Beelzebub. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> you know what? Everybody be so cool by y'all. We love everybody. Okay. I may love all HBCUs, but some of you motherfuckers I just don't like. I just and the the D people, I still ain't forgave y'all for the little Norbert thing. But you know what? You keep breaking that up. I'll see y'all in Miami. I will see y'all in Miami. Somebody gonna have to straighten me. I'm gonna need some straightening. If I ain't do nothing to nobody, minding my own business, and all I said was PWI guy, and y'all went in. But I'm just gonna say this. 
I'm more HBCU than a lot of y'all would ever wish to be. Especially them dudes that are on the board at a certain district in Orlando. Yeah. FAMU alumnus, Republican. Got his mouth all on Ron DeSantis. You know what? I'm not going to say that. Um, I will say, though, um, Orlando Magic. I will never come back to being a fan. I hope the DeVos family wake up every morning and stub they toe at 3 a.m. every morning for the next 10 years. If you know, you know, I said what I said. Thank y'all for coming to another gathering, old men. For myself, T.P. Marlowe, we are out. This is...